Alright, so now it's time to talk about the power of rock and roll. <laughs> Very good. Because episode 11 is called Rolling Stone, the Do- or Door of Dreams. That's a good name. Is it metal? Yes. Is it is very metal. Also, apparently, with these set of episodes, if we want make sure to watch the Sentai show and the Pretty Cure show afterwards, we can get a special poi. Yeah. Right. The Saturday morning kids fusion special. Oh boy. Yeah, in the intro they cut away to uh a, a little bit where they advertise like a special thing that was going on that morning, I guess. But the yes, time slot's it's... actually reversed now. It's it's uh Pretty Cure comes on first now and then it's Common Rider and then it's Sentai. I didn't realize that they blocked Pretty Cure with Common Rider and Sentai. Um, they're 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 separate blocks, so like the block changes in between. But oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it, it, let's see. It was a Digimon show or some type of animal monster trainer show, a uh, Sentai show that looks like racing cars, Kiva, and then Pretty Cure. Um, how was it? Bokenger or. I think Bokenger was the one airing alongside Kiva. Yeah, because I recognize I recognize the Power Rangers version of the Sentai. What's the Power Rangers version? I I'm trying to remember. Is what it the name Operation is. Overdrive? I, it's either Turbo or Overdrive, and Turbo would have been two would have been well before 2008. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Turbo was Car Ranger. Yeah, so yeah. I'm pretty sure this is Overdrive because RPM they have the big wheel motif across their front. Yeah, and that's later. Oh so, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It was, it was Goanger. It was um. That was RPM. It was RPM. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Goanger's RPM. Okay. All right. So episode eleven past opens up with Yuri visiting the gravesite of her mother Akane. Eeks a backstory. Eeks a backstory. Yeah. Shima shows up and is like, "Hey, yeah, no, man, it's already been two years." Also, the Eeks system's done. Yeah, I was definitely like, oh, this explains a lot about why Yuri does anything. They should have brought this up before now. Yeah. And we learned that Yuri totally, definitely super wants to get into the Ixa system. And that uh, Akane, Yuri's mom, was one of the founders of the wonderful Aozora organization. But a fangire killed her. Uh, apparently killed her entire laboratory. Yeah, the Shima Foundation. Apparently, Shima has his family is super rich. The Shima Foundation Human Engineering Lab that oh. Yuri was visiting. Wow, I guess I just realized that uh, Shima is basically the exact same role as Speedwagon from JoJo's. Yeah, but I kinda. like Speedwagon more because he's not a dick. But <laughs> also, it's Shima doesn't actually go to the situ- the areas and then stand on the side and make commentary. <gasps> right, he he doesn't make amazing color commentary about how cool everything is. Right. Yes, but then we get to see a flashback of Yuri, yeah, going to this Shima organization human research lab and seeing her mom die in front of her, which breaks the rules that they did for how fangires eat people before. The yeah, the important visual motif is like her mom her mom's like still together physically, like she's she's got like an expression on her face, she's conscious, and when Yuri reaches out for her hand, she gra- like her hand 
goes through her mother's and it shatters into glass shards. Yeah. Yeah, her 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 hand shatters and then the rest of her is drained of color. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh I don't know. Maybe whatever Fangire attacked her works yeah. differently, but But then we see that it's a Fangire that was on a motorcycle that has a tattoo of a rook, the chess piece on the back of his hand. He also his uh on the back of his leather jacket has a a rook with a big rose motif rotating around yeah. it. It's a pretty cool jacket, but he it's is very a, good. Yeah, he did murder a bunch of people, so that's not cool. Yeah, yeah, murdering people's generally not cool. Next, we get to see is this this is another bit where they transition like really like smoothly from the past to the future in this scene because. They cut immediately in the same location to Megumi at her mother's grave, which is right next to Yuri. Like, Yuri's grave is right next to her mom's. Right. Yeah, Yuri and Akane were buried next to one another. Akane, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the this is the screenshot I posted on Twitter where, what's his, Shimura, Shima, Shima is, a, is a dick and is like, hey, uh, you, you can't use the Ixa system for personal gain. And everybody's reaction Dead here was head. like, what? But you gave it to Inago. Yeah. She says specifically, you can't use... The Ixa system doesn't work if you use it for personal reasons. Yeah, and all three of us were like, wait, but then why does Nago have it? Uh-huh. <laughs> Who is entirely like, no, but I gotta kill Kiva, though. It's also like the exact same mistake he made with Yuri in the past by not giving it to her. Yep. Oh yeah, I guess it hadn't occurred to me that he literally has not learned anything. So yeah. So then we get to cut to a woman running through the forest, being spooked by something, and then she gets attacked by what is apparently, according to the wiki, an earwig fangire. Oh, I was guessing stag beetle because that they use stag beetles a lot, but earwig actually makes more sense visually. I guess. This one has a good design. I don't have in my head what an earwig looks like. Really? It, I, they're not an insect that I look at a lot. Uh, well, they're super gross. Yeah. I can imagine. But uh, Yuri tries to stop him and gets thrown around and then thrown into a tree and then lands in a puddle. And it's like, man... I'm getting my ass beat, yeah. but... This is definitely one of those times where I'm like, like, this is a super undignified scene for Yuri. Like, he, like, throws yeah. her in a puddle, and, it, like, it's just like, jeez. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just felt way... It felt harsher than a lot of the other scenes Yuri's been Definitely. In. And her response is like, man, I may be getting my beep ass beat, but as soon as I get the Ixa system, ooh, you better watch out, boy. Boy, I can't wait till I definitely, surely get this Ixa system. Yeah. I'm Surely there is no one else to give it to. I don't know what's going to happen later in the show, but I hope that she gets the Ixa system and does something incredibly badass, and like that's why she died or something. Like, that would be nice, that, but she won't. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to keep keep a good keep a good hope in my heart that uh, something yeah. cool. So will the happen. next scene is her basically being happy and walking around. And being like, oh man, everything's great. I'm going to get the Ixa system soon. Oh, it's going to be so good. And even Atoya comes up and starts flirting with her. And she's like, you know what? I'm in such a good mood. You're not even bothering me right now. This is fine. Because you know what? I'm going to get the Ixa system. And then the monster busts through a wall, knocks out Atoya, 
they go back to they they had been out on like a retaining wall for a river right and then they walk and they're in that same parking garage what is in this one parking garage that the Fangires want so much? It, it, All the Fangires are in there, that's what. It's more just Tokusatsu has, like, five <laughs> filming locations. I, I understand, yeah, like, I mean, sets are expensive, but it just seems like the this parking garage has a secret Fangire nest that no yeah. one can figure out in it. This parking garage is this season's quarry, even though the quarry is also in this series. <laughs> they haven't really had a fight in a quarry yet, I don't think. At the end of the last episode, that's where basically Kiva and um, Ixa show oh, up. Yeah, yeah, I guess they do fight in a quarry, yeah. Yep. But uh, the Earwig Fangire busts through a wall and knocks Atoya away, and, like, Atoya gets knocked out. And then? He's gonna kill. Yeah. He's gonna kill Yuri. Yep, but then, but then, but then, Ixa shows, shows up. And Yuri is like. Yeah, Dude, what the she's fuck? just like, what the fuck? That's my what? fucking Ixa system. That's my suit. What? What? That's my suit. And uh, yeah, her the level of betrayal is doubled when uh, the system deactivates and shows that it is Jiro. <laughs> yes, because uh, Ixa fights the Earwig Fangire for a little while, but then like I guess the system is still imperfect. Because it, like, starts... Fl- it gets the uh, Ultraman flashing light, like... Mm, three you've minutes! Been Ultraman. You've three been minutes t- It's up. been three minutes! Yes. And right up until this, uh, Ixa is, like, completely demolishing the earwig. It's also, like, steaming the fuck out. Yeah. It just does not but know how to handle heat. He's He's able to defeat the earwig with a super punch... Which uh, I, like... I think is the only fusel in the belt at this point. Yeah, the it is. yeah the proto Ixa only has the one fusel. Yeah, so they developed all of the rest of them in the interim. I'm I, guessing. I do like the noises the Ixa knuckle knuckle is making because it's it is making very generic bleep, bloop, 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 technology noises. <laughs> the and voice is actually in a different tone between the proto and the current form. Oh, I that didn't notice. Sense. That's a nice touch. There's a couple other things too, like um, the cross that shoots out is different between the two versions as well. Oh yeah, and it uses blue light instead of gold light. Yeah, for some of its uh, like uh, accents. Yeah, because the proto one it shoots out kind of like a copper cross, and then the new one's like a golden cross. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, and uh, in the proto one, it's a three sided like. It's not even a cross. It's like a. It's a T. Yeah, it's a T thing. But, uh, yeah, so he... Uh, Yuri... Not Yuri. Yes, no, Yuri is very betrayed that it is Jiro. Yep. Uh, as uh, that's the end makes of the sense. Yeah. I was, like... I was upset. I was like, jeez, what the fuck is Shima thinking? Yeah. Pretty much. So, in, in the future, Megumi is drunk and nothing else matters. <laughs> that's a really funny scene. The future is really good in this episode. I, I still stand by Megumi is wasted on this show. <laughs> it's very good. I like how the, the trivia for this episode is rock and roll was invented in America in the 1950s in by the 1950s. mixing soul music and uh, Celtic music. Yeah, because it, apparently we have to explain to Wataru what rock and roll is. He literally doesn't know that music outside of classical music exists. Yeah. The the beginning the future opens up with this 
this uh, a J Rock rock band, a a J Rock indie group called the Ika Men. Well, they're playing in an old abandoned like industrial facility, (laughs) so it it does actually look like a music video. And like it's it's a it's a pretty good song. The guitar riff is so good. Uh huh. It's. They finish the song, and the singer's like, yeah, no, that was great, guys. This was fantastic. And then his entire band is like, nah, we quit. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the implication here is... The implication I get from it is that the main singer, I guess... Like, the way they're acting, it makes me think, like, he's a diva or something. I think he's been making them practice too hard, is the idea. But he's so good. (laughs) Their their heart just isn't in the music like his is. Yeah, it's they finish and he's super excited. He's like, "Oh yeah, no, that was perfect!" And he starts screaming and like posing, like "Yeah!" And the rest of his band is just kind of sitting there, frozen, like. Also, also that that song is um, it's the ending theme of Kiva. Oh, nice. But yeah, so this guy's entire band quits and leaves. This guy, this is Kengo. Kengo is a cool dude. I like his hair swoop. <laughs> yeah, he has blonde hair extensions that cover like the left side of his face because he's he, he's trying to use his rock music to change the world. I'm into which, it. Right before it cuts to the intro, he yells, "I'll definitely use my music to shake up the people of this world." Like that's he's it's totally his own Sentai show protagonist. <laughs> oh man, he could have his he could be the be care for his own Toku show. Yeah. So the next future bit is the very well cut bit of Megumi visiting Yuri's grave right after Yuri visited Akane's grave. Yep. Yeah, and she's just uh like she's feeling so much of the same things her mother did it's not clear if she knows that or not like i don't know if shima has explained that to her yeah i don't know i don't know if shima would explain i was a dumbass and here's what i did and i'm doing the same thing to you because he shows up he's like man does it bother you that you're not ikza (laughs) i just want to go bitch are you kidding? It, it, like, of course it fucking bothers her. It, it, he almost could have just went to a monologue about the glass ceiling and it would have been the same thing. I, I mean, yeah. she's literally crouching down in front of her mother's grave and Shiva feels like this is a great time to say, your feelings for your mother are too strong. Ixa can't be used for personal reasons while while Nago's in the back going, Shiva! Shiva! I, yeah, I think, Shiva, I hate you! I think my favorite note I wrote through the whole thing was at the end of this episode where I went, man, I can't wait for Nago to not get yelled at for ignoring the fan guy and attacking Kiva instead. And he doesn't! No, he does. Shima goes, Nago, I didn't tell you to do that. And Nago's just, Hey, I came up with this plan to make our organization even better. Here's the proposal. Oh, yeah. His stupid proposal that, like, make me in charge of more things. Fucking Nago. So next we go back to Wataru, who is thinking back on Omura's advice of, you gotta make a violin that only you can make. And Wataru is like, actually, what what is this violin that only I can make? Ah, let's just keep making this violin. Yeah, he goes for a walk to to have his uh like personal feelings and reflection. And the most important starts... thing in his life happens. 
he starts hearing this strange music that he just doesn't understand, but it's so amazing. And so Kengo, our new guitarist, apparently has just been standing in the park playing with this little, like, yeah, he's got this amp. amp that you can carry on a belt. And he's just going around playing guitar. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wataru is kneeling in front of him with this look on his face like, oh, this is so cool. It is very good. I really love when he finishes the song, does the big jump and strum the final note thing, looks up at the sky like, oh yeah. And he like looks down at Wataru out of the corner of his eye to see if he's <laughs> impressed. Kind of, <laughs> just kind of peeking his eye open like, eh? It's like, did, you, per, per, did you like it? Did, did he did think that like was it? cool? Did he think it was cool? And Wataru is like, takes a couple seconds, but then he's like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Actually, what is that music? I've never heard of it before. It's it's not Beethoven, and it's, it's not Mozart. What is that? What is this rock and roll? <laughs> what is this rock and roll? Yeah, Kengo is very much like, dude, it's rock and roll. You gotta try it. It's so cool. Wataru is like, can I... Can I try it on your... No, you can't touch my guitar. Not my guitar, but I do have this other bass laying around. You can play my bass, though. Which is like, yeah, put Wataru on bass. That's not a great idea. Like, legit, that's a good idea. It is, yeah. I want to see Wataru. I want to see Wataru grooving. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about music, so I don't really know if any of the skills from violin to bass would be transferable. So I think like the transferable bit would be, you'd go from like violin to like cello and then cello would go into bass. Right. I I mean, you, you fret the instruments similarly, right? Yeah. It's, he probably has an idea of like, he can try different fret things. He can like different hand movements. They're similar, but they do different, uh, yeah, like different. I mean, one's played with a bow and one's strummed with your fingers, so that's obviously. Yeah. Well, he uses he uses a pick, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wataru starts like picking around on the bass, and Kengo is like, "Have you actually ever played this before?" Wataru's just like, "No." You should keep playing this. They introduce each other, and Kengo wants to shake Wataru's hand, and Wataru is just. He's so amazed that there is this person that is being nice to him and wants to be his friend. Right. Yeah, because is... Kingo like holds his hand out to shake, and Wataru's like really nervous about it, and it like takes him a minute to shake his hand. And like Kingo isn't even a dick about it. Yeah, K- Kengo's given this look like, are, are you gonna are you gonna shake my hand or? Yeah, he's just like, you doing what's, okay there, what's bud? What's going on here? And Wataru takes Kengo's hand with both of his hands and is like clasping it, like, oh. You want to shake my? I meet hand. two nice people in a row. This is a new record. Yeah, the previous record was zero. <laughs> so Wataru goes in and starts practicing bass. Shizuka is like, is he gonna? Is he gonna change styles now to rock? And Kavat's like, hell yeah, let's do this shit. Yeah, Kavat thinks that's awesome. He air guitars and apparently claims that he knows how to play. And I'm like, what the the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it cuts back to Wataru showing Kengo what he it's apparently he's been practicing, and has been and is does a good enough job that Kengo is like, you're my new bass. You're joining my band. <laughs> We're forming a band. That's fant- Now we just got to find a drummer. 
yo wataru it's it's fantastic because my band just left so you can be in my band (laughs) (gasps) also let's find a drummer just so happened to have an opening (laughs) and then we learn that yeah we learn that mom knows drums like is a very actually really good drummer yeah she's damn good at it she shows up and she's like or kengo's like actually we need a drummer shizuka you have someone right here the world calls her the drummer who summons the storm nomura shizuka hell yeah and she's really good and even kengo both kengo and wataru are looking at her like what yeah and she's changed into like a cute white beret and like uh she's got like this hair scrunchie that's like a white and black rose it's super cool looking. Yeah. Like the band aesthetic is really good when they're all in like their band get up next episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very strong. So then they go to Cafe Maldemore and Kengo is going nuts over the fact of like, man, I got some new friends. We're gonna have a live show. It's gonna be great. Wataru's like, is like friend? <laughs> We're friends? <laughs> Shizuka is, of course, like, isn't that great, Wataru? Yeah. And then, yes. Best part of these episodes. (laughs) Drunk Megumi. (laughs) Apparently, Megumi has been sitting in Cafe Maldemore and has had three Irish coffee. Yeah. Which... The the flashback makes it look like she just slammed three Irish coffees. (laughs) And I love it. She's been sitting here. It's coffee with whiskey in it, and so she's drunk. She's like, oh, man, this is great. <gasps> you guys are in a band. You should let me in the band. I was curious if the, uh, uh, like, if they, they just put, like, blush on her face or if the actress, like, legitimately, like, reddened up her face somewhere. Because she looks very authentically, like, drunk red-faced. <laughs> yeah, she's doing a very good job. What if they just let her get got, get drunk? Playing drunk. Uh, probably not. I, I mean, you know, I just. But, but what if they did? I mean, they might have. That'd be fun. So Nagosan shows up while Megumi is embarrassing herself in the back and air guitaring. Uh, and Wataru takes Nago out to a building rooftop nearby, the, he, I guess. He has a brooding roof that they haven't visited yet. Yeah, to confess his love. I mean... And he's like, hey, I'm sorry for being impertinent. And Nago is like, hey, I'm sorry. I was also going to apologize, but you did first, so now I don't have to. Yeah. And actually, you know, if you're actually sorry, I've got something for you to do. You, you know this Kiva Which... guy? We need to find him so I can kill him. <laughs> I must defeat him with my own hands. And, uh, Wataru just gives him a look like, well, that that's gonna be a bit of an issue. Yeah. Oh, uh, I hadn't even noticed that, like, as, uh, right after he says it, the scene is dead silent and the camera, like, pans up above them while a train runs through the background. <laughs> Just yeah, to undercut that nice accent there. Uh, next little future part is Megumi is doing some jogging at an arena track. Yeah, she's training. She's training. And then Nago shows up to be an asshole. Yep. Just be like, oh, what well, are you doing training? It's not point- pointless for you to be training. You're so much worse than me. Why are you doing this? And then fucking stalker guy shows back up. Spider Fangar, it's great. He's just been, apparently he was sitting in the stands watching Megumi run, and she noticed him, or she, like, felt him. I like the little conversation that Megumi and, and, uh, and what's his name? Nago? Nago? Nago have before the Spider Fangar shows up, 
where she she apparently does not buy Shima's bullshit, and it's like, you know, there, there's no telling when I'm gonna be Ixa, because you're just using Ixa to satisfy your own personal desire to be better than everybody. Which is true. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely is. Uh, like, yeah, she's 100% got his number here, so... I don't know what the fuck Shima's problem is. So the spider fan guy has been watching her. He'd have some. He had some of his little toys running around, and he, before he was talking, now he's kind of been flanderized into. No, he's always going to be jumping around and giggling and making weird noises. Yeah, with the camera briefly cuts by some like wind up walking toys, and I'm like, oh no, is it? And then yes, it is. Ixen spider fan guy starts happening, and uh, Wataru starts hearing the bloody rose start ringing, and. Ixa's doing a pretty good job fighting the spider fangar. It's, um, he'd probably defeat him if he could actually keep himself focused for... Great. Well, and jump onto our roof. Uh, oh, yeah. The spider fangar doesn't seem actually tougher than any of the other fangars, really. No. No. He just kind of looks out. Yeah. He's just, uh, more willing to run away than them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. His, he runs away from Ixa and jumps up onto the roof and is like, oh, I'll be safe up here, and turns around, and Wataru's just there like, hey. What's up? How's it going? And then, Time to fight. And Kicks him back yeah. off the building. And then we get like these weird cuts of like Ixa riding <laughs> up like the freight elevator with his sweet new bike. Right. Uh, the Ixalion? Megumi comes upon Kiva and the Fangai are fighting, and she's watching, and she's like, yeah, go Kiva. Yeah, you can do it. Fight that Fangai. And then Ixa shows up and ignores... Like, oh. He ignores the spider Fangai, you know, like, his job to just fight Kiva instead. Right. Uh, yeah, the one that is actually dangerous that we all know, has everyone in the show knows, has killed people before. But no, for... Forget him, we're gonna go after, like, he, he purposefully draw. he, he knocks into the spider Fangire and blows him off, but then he just immediately goes for Kiva. Yeah. He, like, does some good strikes, and Wataru doesn't really fight back at all. Yeah, yeah. he just kind of stands there and takes it, really. And then he gets knocked into the water, because this is an Inue show. Yeah, he gets knocked into the water, and without checking the body or you like doing any proper kill conf- confirmation, Nago is like, "Yeah, no, I won. I'm the best. Oh, my dick's so big." He's like, "Hell yeah, kill Kiva." He's like, "Well, goal accomplished." Yep, good job. And that is the end of episode eleven with Nago screaming, "I won!" on a building. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kiva obviously isn't dead. I mean, they don't even really try to fake you out at that at all. Yeah. So the next episode is called First Live, Golden Speed, and uh, Kiva's Alive. Yeah. Yes. The way they reveal it is kind of funny, because uh, the spider fangire is, like, walking along the same beach that they both got knocked down to, and he turns back into a dude, picks up a stick, and is, like, poking Kiva with it. He's like... Is he alive? Is is he alive? <gasps> no, he's dead. All right, I'm going to start beating him with this stick. And then Kiva twitches and Spider-Fat Guy runs off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really just good. Just it out of there. But uh, in the past, Yuri is like, what the fuck? Why am I not Ixa? Yeah. Uh, very fair. Yeah. What the fuck? 
Jiro's just like, yep, nope, I'm Ixa. Yep. Not going to give you any explanation. And then Shima's like, you know, Ixa, Ixa's for humanity, not just one person's revenge. Yeah, and uh, Yuri's like, I I can do both at the same time. I, yeah, like, she isn't even... It's less, like, super revengey and more just like, let me use the thing my mother made. Right. Yeah. It doesn't feel like... Yeah, it's... Yeah, she wants to revenge her mother. Like, she's not pulling a Nago here. Yeah, she doesn't want to use it for anything different than anyone else is going to use it for. But uh, her response is, well, never mind then. I'm going to quit the Azor organization. Uh, um, say it properly. The wonderful, wonderful Azor organization. Thank you. And tries to get it back, to, try, tries to demand that Jiro return it after he walks in, and he's just like, nope, I can't. And so she runs off after yelling, I don't ever want to see your face again. Yeah. So, uh, honeymoon's over on their weird romance. Yep. Yep. Screw you guys, I'm gonna have a date with Atoya instead. Yeah, this next scene's pretty funny. Uh, Atoya is playing the violin in that, uh, greenhouse that he plays in sometimes. He's playing to the plants. You know, this may have been the time that that other fangire saw him and was like, oh my god. He's so smexy. That was earlier. But yes, Yuri shows up and is like so overly effusively happy and cheerful. Right. She's like, oh, hey. And, and Atoya is expecting the normal sort of response from her. So he's like, oh, if you're asking me on a date, I must decline. I'm on a date with the music god's muse. Yeah. And she's like, okay. Her responses. Oh, man, that's too bad. I thought we actually could go on a date. All right, bye. And she walks off, and Atoya's like, oh, oh, no, wait. She's like, shit, 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 no, come back. Hey, yo, let me get up in there, girl. So then we get date montage. Which is very fun. We learn where Megumi gets her appetite. Yeah, we learn that it is an all-you-can-eat steak dinner. For how much? Thirty thousand? So like thirty bucks. No, ten thousand oh, yen. All you can 10 eat. Ten bucks. That's it. That's pretty cheap. No, ten thousand is a hundred bucks. Oh right, yeah, ten thousand. Sorry. And Yuri definitely gets her money's worth because I think they get each get a thing of steak, and then it's just cuts of Yuri eating, and she, she eats like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, <laughs> ten steak. 11 steaks, and then asks for another one. Truly. I'm pretty sure you would actually die at that point, but okay. (gasps) Yeah, she's, there. there is not enough room inside of her for that much meat. Well, no, isn't it just like, um, Ace Attorney, where, uh, where they have a separate stomach for steaks? (laughs) Yes. So then Yuri and Wataru go on various amusement park rides, and Yuri is having... Yes, Yuri and Atoya. That's my bad. Go on various amusement park rides. And at first, they're both having a great time. Yeah. One of the rides is a a, fair, a, a roller coaster with a horrifying mouse face on the front for some reason. Yeah. And it's every single ride, Atoya is getting progressively and progressively more upset to his stomach. And Yuri <laughs> is just having a great time. Yep. So it's, it very much implies that she's just dragging him around entirely. Yep. And then she's like, I want to go on a boat. Let's go on a boat. Uh, and yeah, I'm, it's not obvious to Atoya yet, but it's pretty obvious just from the way she's acting that she's covering up, uh, like a serious level of 
of uh, pain or of negative emotion at this point. Yeah, it, it becomes very obvious, especially here in this boat, because they're swimming and she's like going high speed. Through, she's cutting through the water in high speed, and Atoya's standing in the boat like, Whoa, you need to slow down. You're going to send us, you're going to knock us over, and we're going to go swimming. And so she stands up in the boat and goes, You know what? I want to like go swimming. a great idea. Let's go swimming. <laughs> Jumps in the water. Atoya's knocked in, but he can't swim, so he starts Well, no, drowning. he's not knocked in. He, like, pauses, and Yuri's like, You know, if you really liked me, you'd jump in. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. And he's like, shit, well, gotta got dive and die now. <laughs> yeah, so then they're both kind of... I'll drown a little to get laid. They're both drying off on this beach side. And Atoya is even looking, has even asked Siri, what is up with you? You are being so weird. She has another short flashback to her mom. She's like, oh, actually, no, nothing. Just, okay, now just come on, keep amusing me more. And Atoya's like... Fuck that. I don't like this new you. Well, she said... Well, the important thing is she says, let's go get crepes. And apparently that's the breaking point for Atoya. And I'm like, but fucking crepes, man. Yeah, crepes are good. I love crepes. So Atoya leaves after telling her, who you are right now is not the woman I like. Because he's going to Jiro to like, hey, you need to give Iksha to Yuri. I'm going to get on my knees and beg, and he's going to conveniently start pouring. Yeah, He tries to punch Jiro at first, and Jiro's even like, you know you can't beat me, right? Yeah. And for once, Otoya's like, yeah, no, and then gets on his hands and knees, and I forget what the actual pose is called, but it's the begging and bowing pose. Right. He's just like, please, you have to give her Isha. Yeah, and then it starts raining. And Yuri shows up and is like, oh, God, you please, you have to give me Iksa. And gets into the same bowing pose. And then Jiro's like, I'm going to pass out now. He's like, yeah, you don't. Actually, I'm, I got to take a nap. <laughs> he just collapses in front of him. And then at the hospital, we learn that uh, guess Iksa prototype uses life force or whatever. It's uh, the way I took it is strain on the body sorry life force is from another show yeah it, it's originally what they were worried about with uh kuga and the stuff in him it's like it's it's too much for your body and right. it's burning out your body yeah and shima tells yuri that you're probably not strong enough and if you'd used Ixa, you'd probably would have died <laughs> so it it still needs some improvements right yeah which should have given it to... I mean, should have... Y- Yuri still should have gotten a chance. Ixa is takes the body takes strength of the body and Jiro starts asking Yuri hey I'm gonna keep using the Ixa system for you so you gotta support me okay you gotta help me okay and this does make Jiro seem like marginally less of a dick uh, I mean, though he slightly. and 
he and Shima still should have just fucking said that, like, uh, hey, we don't want you to die. Right. Yeah, but he does say that on the day that my body stops, you need to be the, you should be the one to use it. Right. I thought he said when the kinks are worked out, you should use it. I'm pretty sure he does imply like when I die, but Oh yeah, no, he does. It's someday Iksha will be complete. When that happens, you should use I it. I read it as when when it's no longer going to be difficult, you know, for you, a woman, you should use it. I mean, Okay. Yeah. yeah, a little, maybe a little sexist, but also, like, he might just not want her to die, like, you know. Well, yeah, because he wants to eat her. It's a reasonable thing to want for somebody else. Yeah, it it very much, like, I'm not entirely sure how sincere he is here, because I could totally see him being just using this as a way to manipulate her. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't have a good handle on Jiro as a character yet. I don't really know what he wants exactly. He seems like a yeah. he seems kind of dickish in the past, so I'm going off of that. He's a little bit. Uh, is there anything more in the past? Or no, is that that's it? in the past. No, that's it. He does say like you know someday this power will be yours, and like I need you to support me. So he does have some level of respect for her. Right. Back. Uh, future. Yes, starts with Spider Fangire finding Kiva in the river poking him with a stick, and then think, and then trying to crush Kiva's head with a rock. Yeah. To right up until Kiva twitches. To make sure Kiva's dead. And he runs off. So it's, I, I kind of like Spider-Fan guy. <laughs> uh, if only it weren't for the foot thing. <laughs> if it, well, like, okay, yeah, he's a weird, he's a weirdo creep, but, like, as, as characters, I like the weird, I like the weird huge losers. Who are very obviously huge losers and are just weirdos. I do think he might be one of the better antagonists so far. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's, he has, he's a weird foot guy, but he's a pretty good antagonist. Yeah, (laughs) he's like, he's an interesting creep. Yeah. Yeah, other than like the real antagonist, who is clearly Nago, but you know. I mean, Nago does form an alliance with this guy. (laughs) That is not surprising to me. Yeah. Also, Garrett, you need to stop spoiling shit that's gonna happen. No, like, this happens this episode. It does. Does Oh, okay. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Which then, like, this makes it really bad, because, like, Nago is then just using the spider fan guyer and putting his co-worker's life in danger for his own stupid, selfish thing of fighting Kiva. Right. Yep. Not right. Because he needs to prove that he's better, which is his personal reason, which means that Megumi is exactly right about him. Yeah, it's he even says later that he that why as the reason why he wants to kill Kiva is to prove his justice right, and it doesn't or make to, any or to like solidify his justice. And like we still don't know why he wants to kill Kiva specifically. Uh, well, we don't know where the Kiva powers came from. There's right, a lot we don't know about Kiva. Yeah, not really. Yeah. The the next future bit is a dream sequence that Wataru is having uh, about uh being forced to sing he's like with his new band the and failing too. Yeah. I, I don't know if happens. he's just having an 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 accurate um anxiety premonition because that's pretty plausible. Yeah, I th- I think it's literally just he's having a bad anxiety dream. Right. He's not actually seeing the future. And then and then he wakes up and uh his, his elbow hurts. 
Yes. Uh, because it's pretty obviously broken. Right. Uh, you know. Well, it's not obvious to him. He he does not understand the concept of doctor. Right. He doesn't want to inconvenience anyone by asking them to set his broken bones. Yeah. He he wants to he wants to make sure he can do the banana thing, and he's got to be able to to base. So next we have Nago talking to Shima, and Shima being like, "You killed Kiva. Y- you did." And Nago's like, he even asks, "Are you sure?" It's like, "Did you check the body, Nago?" No, Nago didn't check. Well, the body. no, Nago was like, "Yeah, yeah." I-, I looked over and I saw where the body fell, and uh, it 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 was it was there and dead. Anyway, let's go on to my proposal about beca- me becoming king of this organization, which, oh, okay, is this the sort of organization that can have a king? Yeah, he's like, I-, I have a proposal that will make the organization larger. You should make me king. Nago, those two statements don't connect. <laughs> and even Shima is like, I don't recall giving you an order to kill Kiva. Yeah, he also says another one of your grand proposals, kind of implying that... Nago just says dumb shit like this all the time. Yeah, but it probably yeah. works. One of his grand proposals was probably him getting the Ixa system. Uh, oh, boy. thing that literally just occurred to me as we we're recording, um, maybe uh, Shima is so concerned about staying in shape because he wants to be able to use uh, an Ixa system Ixa, without if he needs it killing to. him. It, like, it's possible. If he needs to at some point. That's a possibility. Maybe. I literally can't think of any other reason that that would play into this character in an interesting way, but, you know. I don't know, maybe it's like a weird, like, character tick. I I don't know. If there's some element of self-sacrifice to it, like, that would make Shima more interesting, I think. Yeah. Maybe, but... I mean, maybe if it's self-sacrifice after he realizes he made a ton of bad decisions. <laughs> like, uh, chose the wrong thing over and over again. It then cuts to Wataru, Kengo, and Shizuka practicing. And Wataru can't practice that well because his arm's broken. Yeah, he, he's not he's not rocking as hard as he usually does. It's it's either his arm is broken or it's out of its socket, right. which I think is... I think it's out of its socket. Oh yeah, and then during all this, like uh, Nago's like, he's on cloud fucking nine. Yeah. yeah, Kengo is trying to get Wataru to tell him what's going on because it's like, come on, come on, we're friends, aren't we're, we? We're you can you tell, can me, tell me what's going on. And then Nago's like, oh, your your arm's fucked up. Let me see. And Nago shows up, and he's he's walking on sunshine. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, I love bringing people water bottles after I do some murders. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, he then notices that Wataru's arm is hurt and, like, realigns it. And then makes, like, a hangy thingy with his uh, scarf. A sling. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you guys are doing music, huh? You should give up. <gasps> uh, yeah, this is a point where I was like, okay, if I didn't hate Nago before, now double fuck Nago. you forever. <laughs> well, no, he notices Um, there's something on... Uh, Kengo's bag that sticks out to him, and it looks like it's related to uh, the earwig uh, fangire in the past. What's he even the? Oh, you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right. Oh, was Kengo the earwig fangire? No, I, I, he needs to survive. We, we don't know who he is yet, but okay, because so he's this... he's not the he's not the the fangire because he doesn't have the tattoo on his hand. Yeah. That's the Earwig fan guy also died, so. 
Oh, right. But yes, he's... Well, actually, now that I think about it, when when Ixa broke it, when Proto-Ixa broke it, the soul flew away. So... Oh, it did. Yeah, I, I guess that, reincarnation. that one is kind of up in the air, actually. I hadn't thought huh. about that. But so yeah, Nago is very much just like, yeah, you need to, you guys should stop playing music. You should, you should do something that actually. Do something that's good for the world. <laughs> yeah, as music isn't good for these fucking Nago needs to And then up. Kengo's like, I'm going to make you fucking enjoy music right now. I, okay. The, okay. Evan gets pissed off about people who are judgy about other things. I get pissed off about people who don't feel that the arts contribute to meaningful human life on the planet. Yeah. It's... Like, fuck that. Kengo starts trying to play and get Nago to accept it. And so Nago turns around and punches him in the face. Yeah, what the fuck, Nago? And he's like, don't ever disagree with me. And then he walks off. It, it's it's double awesome. awesome because, like, Kengo, like, he's got the amp on his belt. And he, like, spins around, plugs the guitar into the amp on his belt. And is like, rock it out. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll show you. But no, Nago is the worst. K- Kengo's real good. So Nago comes across the spider fang guy attacking the woman and is going to beat him up with the Ixa until Spider's like, whoa, 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 dude, 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 dude. Oh, dude. yeah, I totally forgot this happened. Kiva's still alive, yo. <laughs> Tell you something good. And then Nago's like, yeah, no, you're going to listen to me. And so that I don't kill you, you're going to listen to what I say. You're gonna and act as bait. Yeah, I you're guess. gonna do my new BFF and help me get Kiva, even though you're the enemy. Nago, you're just. It's like I I want to know the reason why he's so focused on Kiva to try and give some context for what what his like. I don't. I'm expecting it to be something terrible because Nago is the type of person who is like. <gasps> Kiva didn't close the door when he left. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him! Um, he's totally that petty shithole. Uh, but I want to actually know what it is. Yeah, I want to know what it is so I can judge him further. It's not the best. Uh, in like a meta sense, I do kind of... Uh, this is the first show I'm watching that has the... Uh, where I've gotten far enough in it to, to really see the um, the secondary writer as like the main antagonist in the show so far like he yeah. is he is the villain basically like there are fangires but they're a pretty distant concern at this point they're they're monsters that show up and kind of get blown up but nago consistently is terrible like thematically and emotionally nago is is the foil to to wataru like he's who he's yeah. got to deal with right he's not a partner he's a obstacle Right, and like out of okay, like Z, like Zio and Gates team up really quick. Uh, like um, Gaim and Baron, like they have like a little bit of a fight thing going on, but also like shit goes wild in that show. Real, quick. I mean, Godai and Ichijo team up instantly. Yeah, they're just buddies forever. Godai and Ichijo are kissing in the back. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah. Next future scene is back at Cafe Maldemore, and Kengo's like, man can't play bass with your arm like that what if you sing what if you did vocals <laughs> and wataru is of course like i can't what are you, are you insane i can't sing in front of other people who's gonna play bass and 
And who's still going to do bass? And then Mego's in the back, spins around like, hey, guess what? I can play bass. She's got a new cool outfit and apparently did know how to play bass the whole time. And when she's not when she's not drunk, can actually play bass. When she's not drunk, modeling or training to fight Fangire. And Megumi has a lot of skills, actually. She... Megumi is done so much disservice by this show. I, I guess. She is great. And I love her. I love her so much. Yeah, she's really grown on me since she was introduced. Yeah, no, it's I can still sit here and remember me going like, man, I don't think I like Megumi that much. But now I'm like, no, Megumi is the best part of the show. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Yuri is still like, I get where they're going with her, but she's still a little flat, honestly. Like, you know, she is. Yuri feels very much. She's more reserved. She feels much more damsel. She's like a. An... More of an Megumi arch, does. classic style of character. Megumi seems more like a, a full, like a real person, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. the thing I like, Megumi just, like, plays whatever emotion she has right now, right off of her sleeve. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, I like that we can just, like, draw a line and know exactly how she is doing based on what is she is doing in a scene. Yeah. But, uh, she apparently successfully convinces them to let her become the bassist because she's walking home with a smile on her face and then gets accosted by the spider fangire and knocked yeah. out. Yeah. Because she's going to be bait. Yeah. For Kiva. That part wasn't good. Yeah, he like creeps on her like threateningly. So, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But uh, then he takes her to Tube... To, to the the giant concrete tube depot. <laughs> yeah, the the tube depot. <laughs> Wataru drives up, becomes Kiva. He, he so like it's a different becoming of Kiva though, because like Kavat like flies out and just like bites his arm, and then like right. does the transformation for him, which is kind of neat. It's very good. The Kiva starts fighting the Spider Fangire, and the combat's going well, and he's gonna win. And then Nago shows up. It's like, no, I'm going to kill you, Kiva. No, I, I'm going to kill you, Kiva. Yeah, and then, like, bike tricks start happening. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Kiva has his own version of the Gorum. It's like the exact same thing. Right. It's a banana totem. Uh, he blows a whistle and... A giant Moai head flies out of the dragon castle that looks like right. the Baroon Booster. <laughs> yeah, and it splits into a big back and a big front for his bike. The, the back is apparently a rocket engine, so that's pretty cool, actually. Right. I thought it was a banana. It's a big banana Moai head. I love it. Something like this weird chase thing, chase scene with him and Ixa happens. And I don't know how to explain this effect other than they did the men in black thing. Oh, yeah. Where he, he drives on the... They go in a tunnel and he drives on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Nago keeps trying to attack Wataru. And he's, like, hitting him and it's not really doing an effect yeah. anymore. Right. Yeah, the booster is, a, like, apparently fucking awesome. Just... Yeah, because Wataru's running circles around Nago at this point. And then they so do the so thing... They dry... They did this in Kuga, too, where, like, I think it was him and Grasshopper they Guy. They, like, go against each other on the bikes, and then they jump <laughs> in the air and kick each other. They, they do the Mission Impossible 2 thing. They drive their bikes at each other and then jump into the air simultaneously. They do their kicks, and they meet at the feet 
and Ixa is blown away, no contest. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's shot like it's going to be a challenge, and no. Ixa is just immediately blown back, blown out of his suit, and it's... It's the best. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it implies to me that if Wataru actually tried, Ixa would be no challenge. Right. Yeah, because like he, he doesn't even use any of his fusils or his rider kick or anything on him. Yeah, he just kicks him. It immediately knocks Nago out of his Ixa form and apparently hits him so bad that he... Nago lands under a bridge in a river, crawling de- crawling through the river going, No! <gasps> How can Ixa lose? <sighs> And it is the best thing to see. Nago, stay down it's there. definitely like... Stay yeah. in the dirt and the mud. Fuck you, Nago. You deserve to be yeah, there. Yeah, it's a good ending. Yeah, stay down there until you learn a lesson. About not being a dick. And then it cuts to the concert that they're having. And actually, Wataru is the singer. And it looks like he's freaking out. And they're not going to sing. And everyone's going to laugh. And then he's like, no, I'm going to sing, though. Yeah, and he does the thing. And he sings. And he does a good job, and it's a great... He sings the outro to the show. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. He's such a pretty boy. He's real good. Watur got to do a lot this set of episodes. He's he's come yeah. a long way. Let this be Let this be his crew yeah. now. And his new big group of friends are all like, yeah, you did it, Wataru. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. Everybody was like, yeah, we want Wataru to do the thing. And then he did the thing. Wait yeah. Did I just see a Toya with the Ixa fist? Yeah. Oh yeah. Next episode, a Toya becomes Ixa. Oh, okay. Yep. Next. Because he fights uh, Jiro in wolf form. All right. Interesting. But yeah. Those are. Uh, these are four episodes. And it's. There's good parts to them. There are parts of Ki- yeah. There are parts of Kiva that I like, and then every time Nago is on screen. Compared to the previous just... eight episodes, I thought this was a pretty big step up for Kiva. Yeah, I, like, also I think it's more I'm now used to Nago's bullshit, so I'm not as, like, virently upset and loud angry at him. It's more just like, yep, he's, he's still him. I mean, I still, I hate him. Like, I don't hate him less. I just, I feel, yeah, no. the show is definitely not on his side, I feel, at this point. Like, he's... Just everything he says and does is, like, contradicted in the narrative. And, like, all the other mm-hmm. characters are, like, you know, these people who are living their lives, like, learning things. And Nago is just being an idiot, stuck in his own little world. And, you know. It's... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I also don't know. I guess we'll see where it goes. Uh, if we could see him get kicked more, that would be good. Yes, see him get beat yeah, up more. That'd, that'd be, be good. good. I don't know if they're gonna are they gonna introduce where he like tries to use double Ixa and it like has a bigger strain on his body or something. Double Ixa. I don't know what his upgrade form is gonna be. He just puts on a second double. Yeah, it's it's Ixa rising. So uh, hopefully that kills him or something. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if if only. <laughs> no, no, he has a happy ending. Um. Anyway, this is a podcast on the internet at journeythroughdeckcast.com, where there are links to things such as iTunes, email, Twitter, Chris's Twitter, my Twitter. Yep. 
episodes. I don't have a Twitter. Evan doesn't have a Twitter. I don't just leave him out. Oh, that's a lie. I have a Twitter that I post uh, PS4 screenshots to, but that's super intermittent. Okay. Evan has out. a Twitter that he didn't give me to put on the website. Because I'm not going to plug it here. I would have if you asked. I'm just clarifying <laughs> that I'm not a bad co-host. Okay, well, yep. I think we're we're good for the week then. Yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Uh, we've just been passing through podcast. Remember that. Don't be a dumb paladin. <laughs>